next on Inside Indiana Business. Circle Center. Big city shopping. But how's the big city bother? Circle Center Mall, circa 1995. A key driver to grow downtown Indianapolis into a vibrant hotspot. Now, nearly 30 years later, the iconic mall getting new life. We talk with the developer behind what's next for Circle Center. In this week's Business of Health, how this Made in Indiana pod could change the way vaccines and medicines are kept frozen and moved around the world. And the cosmic connection to this popular Purdue restaurant. West Lafayette's 811 Modern Bistro, one of the Hoosier food and drink joints, were highlighting on this month's Trendiana. From Indianapolis, with an eye on every corner of the state, this is IBJ Media's Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Presented by Elevate Ventures and Indiana University. Hello and welcome to Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick. Happy New Year. As we begin 2024, there is new hope for a once iconic Indiana shopping and entertainment destination. Circle Center, which opened in 1995, for years served as a catalyst for the celebrated rebirth of downtown Indianapolis. But in recent years, retail trends and downtown's downturn helped turn what was once Indy's eye candy into more of an eyesore. Business, community, and political leaders have been searching for a Circle Center solution for years and now believe they found it in the form of Hendricks Commercial Properties and a $600 million plan to transform the traditional mall into an open-air campus with housing, office, and shopping in the heart of downtown Indy. But how does the Wisconsin-based developer plan to do it? And why do they continue to be so bullish on Indianapolis? For some answers, I'm pleased to be joined now by Hendricks CEO Rob Gerbitz from the company's Beloit, Wisconsin headquarters. Rob, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Gary. Happy to be here. Hey, uh, obvious question. Uh, you have properties all over the country. What do you see in Circle Center? What exists there now? What do you see in Circle Center that excites you and gives you confidence you can turn this thing around? Uh, I think there's multiple things. I, I think, uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, when they did build this in you know, 95 and before, there's really good bones here. Uh, you know, so that it, it's a good structure to work with, good city, you know, street block. Uh, structure which we like but i think you know we do a lot of this and you know so buildings are kind of buildings you know you can you can remodel them you can take care of them like we did at bottle works or you can just tear them down and redo them. and and i think this has a bit of all of it and so we like that we like the challenge of it um but i also i think what's most important to us is everything that's going on around circle center yeah uh, that's what really intrigued us uh, you know, and, and beyond that, too, is, you know, our relationship with, you know, the state and with Mayor Hogsett and his whole team has been really, really good. And, uh, you know, we just felt confident in a good collaborative effort with all of them to kind of, yeah. to, you know, what we want is a world class uh, project in a, in a world class city. Well, as you talk about that, uh, Rob, $600 million plan that uh, likely would be in phases over maybe a decade or so. Accurate to say in, in very broad terms, taking a traditional enclosed mall and really opening it up and creating a, a campus, a walkable uh, environment downtown. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, um, you, you know, when we got into this and, and people were asking us, well, you know, what would you want to do? And I said, well, I can I can tell you 
before the pretty pictures and drawings you saw, I said, I want to know what you, you guys want from us. Because if it's kind of, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, just putting kind of lipstick on the pig and trying to just leave up stuff, that was not for us. Uh, we just weren't going to be interested in that. So we wanted to kind of just recreate it and, and you know, have that open air city street vibe, but really an entertainment area that you can spend time outside. Indianapolis has really good weather, believe it or not, although maybe in a few months here we aren't going to be saying that so much, but uh, it, it's still what people, you know, the, right. the interior malls have made their, many times in downtowns have already, they kind of passed and, and, and come and gone. So uh, we just wanted to create something that would be, uh, you know, just where people want to be, beyond yeah. conventions too. Yep, Rob, talk about it. You're very bullish, obviously, on Indianapolis. You've got Ironworks up at 86th and uh, Keystone in that, uh, that, that part of the city. Of course, Bottleworks, that uh, major development on Mass Ave downtown that has been a real success. Now, now this project, even larger in terms of, of numbers, what is it about Indianapolis that, that you really like? I, you know, I think at the end of the day for us, um, and like you said earlier, we're in a lot of different cities throughout the country. Uh, we don't do developments of this magnitude in every city we're in. Uh, we do them in certainly our hometown and then uh, in Beloit, Wisconsin, and then we do them out in Boise, Idaho as a whole. It's really hard to do them as it is. Um, and even in our hometown, it's really hard to do them. Uh, and that's okay. That's just a part of our business. Uh, but what Indiana, Indianapolis in particular has been, is, you know, just been from our history there has been just a, a collaborative effort across the board, you know, with the city, with the state, with the people in the neighborhoods. Uh, you know, we, we do our best and I'm not saying we're perfect because we're certainly not, uh, to work with everyone and to, to let folks know what we're trying to do yeah. to listen, which is nice. Sometimes it's just listening. Uh, and you can hear, they'll tell you a lot. Uh, some of which, you know, we can't do, of course, uh, but yeah. I mean, many of which it, it really does guide us. Uh, yeah. You know, Bottle Works, I can honestly tell you right now, uh, that project is slightly different, uh, you know, because of a few comments people made of what our original proposals were, which, you know what, they were right. Yep. They were right. And what we have is because of that. So that was that's a pretty fun part of the process. And at the end of the day, it's collaboration. Yep. All right. Rob Gerbitz is the CEO of Hendrix. Commercial properties. Rob, thanks for joining us. Now we'll be talking a lot about this project in the months ahead. Part of a big trans, uh, transformation really going on in downtown Indy. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. All right. Coming up next, Hoosier High Tech hitting the hardwood. Introducing SpokeNote, the simple way to add video to anything. Just scan the SpokeNote sticker, smile, and prepare to record your personalized video. We will have details on the game plan for SpokeNote's high-profile, unique branding partnership with the Indiana Pacers. SpokeNote CEO John Wexler, when we come back. At PNC Bank, we're committed to making a difference in the lives of our customers and communities by helping them move forward financially. As a Main Street bank, we try to do right by our customers with every encounter. Our local teams offer personalized financial advice to help guide you in making the best decision. We're proud to be part of your community. PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference for you at PNC.com. Copyright 2022, the PNC Financial Services Group, Bank. All rights reserved. Well, this was a big week for Fishers-based tech startup SpokeNote, making a fast break into the NBA with a unique marketing deal. SpokeNote signing a sponsorship deal with the Indiana Pacers that puts the startup's QR code on the team's jerseys. 
And it's a first. No other professional sports team has ever used a QR code on jerseys until now. The Spokenote platform gives users a way to uh, record personalized messages using QR codes. The brains behind the company, serial entrepreneur John Wexley, joins me now to talk more about it. John, welcome, as always. And these are, have been described as the smartest jerseys in sports, right? Because the QR code is on the jersey. We're going to talk about the interest this has already generated, but talk about uh, the significance of this deal and what it enables people to do. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for having us, uh, Gary. We're really excited to be the first in the sports world uh, to do this first on a jersey. It is a first major uh, pro sports team uh, to have a QR code on it. With Spokenote specifically, uh, we are a way to uh, create and share memories. And so uh, the Pacers plan to use this on the jersey by turning uh, content uh, for, uh, for fans on the jerseys so that at a game, on a broadcast, in a still picture, you can actually scan the code and gain access to behind the scenes and exclusive content. Yeah, and for those of you who are watching now or watching online, you can scan this code and go see what some of that content, uh, the content is. Uh, John, unique deal. I know the Pacers looked at it. They wanted to get a local company. Spoke note fits that deal, but they wanted technology interaction. They wanted to be kind of a cutting edge deal, and really the spoke note deal kind of fit, checked all the boxes. Yeah, we're we're a couple years old. We'll celebrate our third birthday in 2024. Uh, we're right on that cusp of kind of breaking out into retail distribution mm-hmm. and really kind of making our product a mainstream product. Mm-hmm. Today we sell online at Spoke Note and on Amazon, but we're talking with major retailers about adding this uh, not only throughout the Midwest but nationwide. And that's the reason this partnership really makes a ton of sense for us. This was just announced this week, just launched this week, and already you're getting a lot of interest uh, from really around the globe, as I understand it. Talk about how, how the potential that you think Spokenote has, not only in the, the, the sports and entertainment realm, but retail and other, other areas as well. Yeah, so when you look at the conversations with the Pacers, really centered around fan engagement. And so we were looking for ways to engage the fan with unique and meaningful interactions, create an enhanced experience. I think that's what some of the other teams and leagues that are reaching out to us really want to pick around and explore. We've had some really interesting conversations in the last 24 hours, and we're excited to see, you know, where those go from here. Yeah. And as you look again, to talk about the, the, uh, the launch of Spokenote, you're just coming up in a couple of months on three years. So you truly are a startup, a young company that's making a big splash. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun run, right? We're, we're shifting now. I, I was talking to our team the other day about the audacity and the, the scrappy startup feel. Mm-hmm. And, and now the awesome responsibility of partnering with a brand like the Pacers. This is an iconic brand uh, throughout, you know, through, certainly throughout our state and the Midwest, but, you know, throughout sports, it's a very respected brand. Mm-hmm. And the awesome responsibility now that we have as, as one of the Pacers partners, uh, it's not lost on us. And we're really excited uh, to play that role. Well, John, you're a serial entrepreneur, as I mentioned, uh, trailblazing in a lot of new ways. This is going to be, I think, another example of that. It'll be fun to watch, uh, not only with the Pacers, but maybe some other folks as well. Thanks Appreciate for joining that. us. Appreciate that. Thanks, Gary. All right. Well, if you get the impression that 20-somethings uh, have turned their backs on running for political office, check out what's going on in west-central Indiana. I bring to see Zach You solemnly swear. You solemnly swear. 27-year-old Brandon Sackbun started his first week as mayor of Terre Haute, the youngest mayor and first person of color, color to hold the office in the city's history. He's my guest this week on the Business and Beyond podcast. 
Sackman grew up in Terre Haute, served as an Army Ranger, studied finance at the IU Kelly School of Business, and is the son of immigrants from Jamaica and Cambodia who taught him the value of chasing the American dream through public service. For my mother, the youngest of 13 kids from a impoverished kind of coffee bean farm area in Jamaica, her passion, her American dream is helping young women be entrepreneurs. My father is a genocide survivor. He has some chilling stories of the Pol Pot regime in Cambodia. His version of the American dream is bringing life into this world. And they've instilled what that concept and that chapter in American history looks like for all of us uh, into me. And so my version of the American dream is public service. A can't miss interview with new Terre Haute Mayor Brandon Sackbun on the Business and Beyond podcast presented by PNC. It starts Monday at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Well, a revolutionary cold chain product with an Indiana connection. See how entrepreneurs from Fishers are changing the way medicines are delivered around the globe inside a device the size of a dishwasher. And in this week's IBJ, a look ahead to NBA All-Star Weekend. Find out what the host committee is doing to make sure Central Indiana residents can participate in events even if they don't have tickets to the game. Well, Fishers-based startup Arctic RX says its Indiana-made freezer pod will hit the market this quarter, keeping medicines cool anywhere in the world. Business of Health reporter Kylie Valletta is in Fishers now with more on that story. Kylie. Thanks, Gary. The Arctic RX pod is small but mighty. It's about the size of a dishwasher, but can keep its contents, think thousands of vaccines or doses of medicine, at ultra-low temperature for three to four weeks to ship around the world. And here's the kicker, with no batteries and no electricity. The technology's roots belong to Rolls-Royce. Experts in cooling fire hot jet engines. Thermal engineers who literally cool your jets collaborated with Arctic RX co-founders Stuart Lowry and Shane Bivens, and a startup was born. Perfected at the Indiana IoT Lab in Fishers, the pod looks deceivingly simple from the outside. But the technology in its shell is the secret sauce that keeps its contents cool, with no batteries and no electricity for nearly a month. So, so the way it works is whatever the cooling agent, so let's stay with dry ice. When you put the dry ice in, it comes down to temperature very rapidly. And once it comes down to the temperature of that dry ice, which is minus 78 degrees Celsius, it stays there. So it'll stay there for, for weeks and it's stable. Whether refrigerated, frozen, or even ultra low, the pod maintains its internal temperature for 28 days, even if it's opened to remove part of its load. Arctic RX is taking aim first at the pharmaceutical market, ready to move vaccines or any medicine around the world. Our pod actually performs no matter where it is. So if it's outside in a very cold temperature or it's on a tarmac in the sun in a very hot temperature, that doesn't change the internal temperature. It's very negligible. That's where your temperature excursion or where your challenges occurs. If it's stuck in customs or stuck in a hot tarmac, we will not have those issues. Designed for durability, the pod can be reused for multiple trips, now ready for its first one. We've got to keep it covered for just a little longer to make sure we've we've dotted our I's and crossed our T's. But I'll tell you, when we pull that off and introduce this to the world, I, I think there'll be a smile, pretty broad smile on Shane and I 
that you won't be able to wipe off for quite a while. While the other pods have been pieced together by hand, this is the first one that was made in a manufacturing facility, soon to be unveiled and make its maiden voyage in the first quarter of this year. Gary, back to you. Here's what's making news around Indiana, brought to you by the Indiana Association of Realtors, Indiana's 21,000 realtors, the neighbors you know, the experts you can count on. Well, could the first major strike of 2024 take place in Indiana? The United Auto Workers Union says it might be. Around Indiana reporter Mary Rachel Redmond here now with more. Well, some 1,500 UAW workers at Allison Transmission say they're ready to walk out if their demands are not met. The union asking Allison to eliminate a tiered pay system, increase wages, and improve health benefits. Allison Transmission is the fourth largest manufacturing employer in Indianapolis. New ownership for an iron castings plant in southern Indiana. An out-of-state investment firm buying Wapaka Foundry in Tell City. The facility employs 1,200 workers who make iron castings for everything from cars to the construction industry. Well, be ready to pay more money to take the shortcut to get from northwest Indiana to the Windy City. Tolls for the Chicago Skyway just went up 60 cents, which means it'll cost you more than $7 to travel the nearly eight-mile bridge that connects the Indiana Toll Road to the Dan Ryan Expressway. And positive signs for the housing market in central Indiana. Applications for new home construction jumping nearly 65 percent in November. That's the fifth straight increase in permit filings. The two hottest counties, Hamilton and Johnson, which saw huge spikes in permit apps. The Builders Association of Greater Indianapolis says the second half surge is creating optimism for the housing industry. Obviously a very good sign here in 2024. Gary, back to you. It's time now for Eye on Education, brought to you by PNC Bank. Well, creatures from the deep sea, part of some sticky research at Purdue. They're holding together our shoes, our cars, our walls, the carpets, uh, our packaging, even the electronics that we use every day, all held together with adhesives. So they're everywhere. The trouble with those adhesives, though, they pollute the environment. So Purdue chemists are analyzing the science of sticky substances from sources like oysters and mussels to produce a more sustainable adhesive, epoxidized soybean oil, also a big component of that research. A surprise announcement from Indiana State University, ISU announcing this week that Director of Athletics Sherard Klinkscales has stepped down from his position. Clink Scales, who has served in the role since 2016, left to pursue other opportunities, according to the university. Senior Associate Athletics Director Angie Lansing has been named interim AD. Well, when we come back, the can't-miss places to savor Hoosier food and drinks, from Lafayette to Indy to the region. How to support Indiana small businesses making a big mark in the restaurant world. Well, Yelp has tapped its team of data scientists and community managers and analyzed nearly 265 million Yelp reviews to reveal the hottest food and lifestyle trends of 2024, from exercise to mocktails. Pleased to be joined, as always, by Yelp's Brittany Smith at Invoke Studio with more on what we'll be seeing in 2024. Brittany. 
Thanks, Gary. We tapped our Yelp data scientist team along with community managers across the U.S. and Canada, as well as over 265 million reviews to uncover the top lifestyle and food trends of 2024. And for starters, we're seeing over a 71% increase in searches of Pilates reformer classes. Actually, right now we're located at the Invoke Studio, one of their two locations, this one being just north of Mass Ave. It's one of the top rated spots in the state for Pilates reformer classes. If you're new to reformer classes, it's great for strength conditioning, welcome for all abilities, and they even have an intro class you can get your toes wet. They offer private classes and group classes as well, and in their studios they offer yoga, candlelight sessions, and bar classes. It's really a one-stop shop for wellness and a good place to try it out for the first time. Next up, another trend that we're seeing coming in hot for 2024 is saunas, with the search being up 72% in the new year. And one great spot to give it a try is the sauna social bus. This is a really fun and innovative business. Consider it a sauna on wheels. Some friends teamed up to bring this wellness bus, which was formerly a school bus, converted into a sauna to life for the community. So you can hire it for private events, or you might see them popping up at local parks and festivals. You can purchase 30 and 60-minute sessions and have your own sauna experience right there. It's a really fun and creative business. Another trend you've probably heard us mention before is mocktails and non-alcoholic beverages. We had to feature it again this year because it continues to rise on menus across the state in some of your favorite restaurants as less of an afterthought and more of part of the core beverage menu at businesses. So one of the favorite spots that we found in the data to have your non-alcoholic beverages is actually at the 811 Modern Bistro in Lafayette right there on the Purdue University campus in the Hotel Union Club. It's a beautiful space and they are known for offering beautiful non-alcoholic beverages using fresh juices. And this uh, space actually is a nod to former Purdue alum, Neil Armstrong. And then last but certainly not least, and this is one of the many trends we still saw for the year is smoothies. As more and more folks are trying to pack in their fruits and veggies with every meal, we saw a rise in searches for smoothies. A great spot to give it a try is Purely Pressed in Granger, Indiana. It's a really fun space and they are known as one of the top rated smoothie spots in the state. They're using fresh ingredients. You'll see things like alternative milks, online ordering, acai bowls, which folks love to make a meal out of. Um, it's, it's really a beautiful business and great to get healthy in the new year. Gary, I'm gonna hand it back to you and hope you have fun exploring some of these trends in the new year. Thank you, Brittany, and thank you for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week. Thank you for listening to the Inside Indiana Business Television podcast. Remember, you can get the latest business news from every corner of the state at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week.